It is Friday, SEC Media Days next week. And we're right now rocking and rolling with you guys in the number one forum for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. We're bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming this to you on YouTube. Speaking of a channel, go ahead right now, give us, give us a thumbs up, a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, turn all of those notifications on, hit that little bell so that way you can have all of your coverage, all of your news, all of your notes, all of your entertainment on your favorite program. That being the Crimson Tide, got you covered on Facebook and Twitter as well. All forms of social media streaming to you the show. We got a lot to get to on this evening. We'll be breaking down some summer updates for the Crimson Tide thus far as we get closer and closer to the fall camp and the start of this college football season for Alabama. We'll get a chance to talk to Coach Todd McVay, uh, Jalen Milrose High School head coach at Tompkins High School down there in Katy, Texas. We'll get some information there on one Jalen Milrose talking to Coach McVay. We'll also unveil the new edition of the Locker Drop Game. A different, a new six-pack of questions talking about your Crimson Tide. And also... We're going to have our own Justin Smith on briefly here to talk about the brand new verbal commitment for the 2022 class. Come on down, offensive lineman, offensive tackle, Tyler Booker. Alabama continues going down to IMG Academy, pulling out phenomenal offensive linemen. It got Evan Neal from IMG. It got J.C. Latham from IMG. And now the combination of Doug Marone and Holman Wiggins has pulled in Tyler Booker, 2022, first offensive line pledge for this class from IMG. So Coach Saban and his staff continuing doing work down there in the Sunshine State in terms of pulling in offensive linemen, wide receivers, running backs, DBs, you name it. And Florida, the state of Florida is putting it out there. Alabama trying to bring it over here to the university, but definitely want to hear from you guys today, 205-448-1358, for number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358, and one more time, 205-448-1358, want to hear from you, gotta shout out my man John Ivory in the building, handling the ones and twos from behind the scenes, gotta also shout out Jimmy Cash Clay, Jimmy the Man Clay starting us off right. That $50 donation in the Super Chats. The Daily Super Chat Go, people. $75 Daily Super Chat Go. Appreciate the support and the love coming from each and every last one of you. But right now, we're going to jump into topic number one of the conversation. And that being, uh, and that being the, the summer updates here, the uh, summer workout seven-on-seven seven things going on here where the University of Alabama football program is concerned prior to fall camp, prior to the start of the upcoming season. And of uh, the things that have been shared with me from uh, huge uh, marquee people inside the program here, the first thing that's been shared with me is uh, Jalen Milrose coming on. Jalen Milrow is having a really good summer. The true freshman from Katy, Texas, four-star quarterback. He's got impressive, incredible strength. There was a video that got on social media, got on Twitter. It's now surfacing here on YouTube as well of Milrow. He is squatting plates. 
He is squatting over 500 pounds, and he is moving that weight with his body, exploding through every rep, exploding through the plates there, and... You know, it, it's incredible to see this, that the, the upper body strength, the lower body strength, the core strength, weight lifting extraordinaire here. Uh, Jalen Milrow, guy built like a linebacker, just a natural born football player that just happens to play at the quarterback position, and he's been impressing coaches, he's been impressing teammates, he's been impressing everybody with this incredible strength, with his ability to squat this much weight, just the ability to be that strong, powerful, you know, quick runner, does have the ability to, to, to throw the ball as well. Coach Saban has spoken about Milrose leadership and things of that nature, but this is awesome seeing this young man squat this weight, move this weight, show that strength, show that power, that burst, that explosiveness in the strength training program. Going to be looking forward to seeing the continuation of this development here of Jalen Milrow as he continues to matriculate forward here. Moving on from that, I got some, uh, some information here on the Alabama wide receiver room. Now, of course, you know, John Mechie's the number one guy in the room, absolutely. Slade Bolden holding his own, most definitely. Jamison Williams to transfer from Ohio State. He's doing some things. But there are other guys that are starting to really sort of pop out here in this crowded, 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 congested, congested room here. And the number one guy that's starting to pop, I'm being told, Javon Baker is not just talking it, now he's doing it. Now he's popping. Now he's starting to show something. Now he's starting to emerge. Now he's starting to, to show his stuff out there on the field. We've heard about him, you know, in the offseason. He, he's been out here on Twitter talking about, I'm, I'm going to make y'all feel me. I'm going to show y'all who I am. I'm going to show you how, how, who I'm about. I'm going to make it do what it do. He's been talking the talk, but now he's starting to walk that walk in summer workouts, in seven-on-seven, seven, in different situations and drills out here on the field. He's been popping out here. He's been emerging here been starting to show his stuff and that's a really big thing here because in this receiver room there's a lot of competition there's a lot of battles I have been one to say this room solid not special but if there if there could be somebody special coming out of this group it will have to come out of this huge massive competition happy to see uh, Javon Baker pop a little bit here. Along with, ba along with Baker, Trayshawn Holden is popping out here. And he's kind of been sort of the, sort of the uh, forgotten name. People have talked Javon Baker. They've talked you know, the freshman guys like Asia Hall and, and, uh, and Christian Leary and JoJo Earl and Ja'Cory Brooks. So Trayshawn Holden, kind of the forgotten guy, but at 6'3", he's been popping. What I've been told, he's getting reps in with the first team, and when he gets those first team reps, he shows out. Even when he has to go to the second team and work with Paul Tyson and company, he shows out over there as well. And I go back to the spring game, holding nine catches for 89 yards. So he has a skill set. He has burst. He has route running. He's got physicality. He's got ability that he brings to the table that can be very, very successful. The question is, can he continue to keep pushing? Can he continue to keep rising to put himself in a situation where he's one of the starters out there on the field 
with this receiver room is concerned. So you got Trayshawn Holden. Last but not least, Christian Leary's popping, y'all. Christian Leary is out here popping. I've been told he is better than what a lot of people give him credit for. Like he, he's a he, real deal right here. Christian Leary out here seven on seven, showing the speed, catching passes, consistent hands, showing you a little something there out of his skill set in terms of being a marquee weapon, a marquee receiver on the field. Can he continue to keep it up right now? Now, when I look at, of course, JoJo Earl, I still like him in terms of the special teams aspect, but because of the fact that he came in in the summer, didn't have an opportunity to come in in the spring and learn early, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with JoJo Earl out there on the field. But what I'm being told right now, Javon Baker popping off, Trayshawn Holden popping off, Christian Leary popping off in this crowded, congested wide receiver room behind John Mechie, who's number one. Going to be very interesting to see how all of this shapes out. But it is really cool right now to see this competition, this battle. These guys go edit here on the field. As we move on down here to the running backs, kind of the same question. What I've been told, Brian Roberts is number one. B-Rob's number one guy, and it's a fight for number two. It is a four-man battle war. Who is going to be the number two guy in the running back room? Jace McClellan's having a good summer. Uh, Roy Dell Williams is having a good summer. Trey Sanders, healthy, doing some things, having a good summer. Can he remain healthy? Can he stay healthy? That's the big question. I don't think nobody is doubting Trey Sanders' skill set. No one's doubting his physicality. Nobody's doubting his speed. No one is doubting what he can do and what he can provide on the field. But number one question is always with Trey Sanders is the health, right? Can he stay healthy? Can he shake the injury bug? Can he be able to stay on the field for an entire season and give Alabama productivity, give Alabama excellence for an entire season at that spot? But the guy that I was told Kamar Wheaton, I'm being told he's got a gear. He's got a gear. He's got a motor. He's really, 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 really good. It, it, the, the thing with Wheaton is trying to pass up three other guys. That's going to be the biggest thing with Wheaton. He's got the gear. He, he's got the motor. He's really good. He's really explosive. He's very talented. People are starting to see he brings something to this table, but you got three other guys in front of you that are just as hungry, if not hungrier, than you are on the field. So how much of a push can Kamar Wheaton make? And this is something that you know, U.S. fans have been waiting to see is Alabama getting back to that running style offensively, having that balance, having the balance between the run and pass game. We like seeing the quarterbacks rip the ball around the field. It was fun seeing what Tua Tagovailoa did. It was fun seeing last year what Mac Jones did. And we also want to see, you know, Bryce Young go out there hit passes, make big throws, target guys in stride. We want to see the accuracy and the big playability of Bryce Young. Don't get me wrong here, but a lot of you, you also want to look at, can we have that balance when it's time to ground and pound that football and lean on this offensive line and lean on these backs? Can we be able to do that effectively as well? You guys want to see that, that balance ensue 
And with the running backs that Alabama's got on the roster behind Brian Robinson, it's a huge, huge grinder right now. Who's going to be number two between Jace McClellan, Trey Sanders, Roy Dale Williams, and Kamar Wheaton? But all four guys having a strong summer right now. Kamar Wheaton, he's doing some things that's catching attention in seven-on-seven and summer workouts as we go on here now towards the the defensive backfield the defensive secondary here for just a moment no changes in the defensive secondary right now everybody that's projected to start is right now still in the same position when you look at Josh Job, a corner, Jagan Armour Davis, a corner, both of those two holding on to their starting jobs at both corner spots, Malachi Moore holding on to his starting spot in the nickel package at that star position. Uh, DeMarco Hallams, Jordan Battle, both holding on to their spots there at the safety at the safety roles there. Kool-Aid McKinstry will play if Jangan Arbor Davis falls completely apart. Then you can see Kool-Aid starting, but right now, no signs of Jangan Arbor Davis falling completely apart here. You look at a guy like a, like a Daniel Wright, you know, he's a backup. He'll play uh, behind the two, the two starting safeties, Bob Battle and Helms, Marcus Banks, a backup. So, you know, other guys, you, you've got depth in the second. Secondary, and those other guys are backups. Brian Branch, you throw him in there also. But in terms of your projected starting defensive secondary, these guys, there's no change there. It's Josh Job, it's Jangan Armour Davis, it's Malachi Moore, it's Jordan Battle, and it's DeMarco Helms. That right there is that right there. And then if I had to look at the linebackers right now, uh, where the linebackers are concerned, you know, Christian Harris is still the main guy. Uh, and of course, you're trying to trying to rotate with Tooto, Moody, and Christian Harris, and, uh, and uh, Shane Lee there as well. But those just some updates here from the Crimson Tide as they're continuing to go through summer workouts, continue to go through summer practice, seven on seven, as we inch closer and closer to fall camp. We are 50 days away, 50 from the Alabama football season between the Crimson Tide and the Miami Hurricanes. Folks, we take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial because upon our return, we jump to the phone lines to take your calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your texts, your interactions on a Friday right after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. 
are back in, folks, with the action from the break of the number one form for Crimson Tide football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. Happy to have everybody checking us out on today. Got a couple of super chats to get to. Jimmy Cash Clay, another time. $25 donation coming from him. Appreciating that from JC, the man, Jimmy Clay. And behind him, New Jack with that 888 coming in here in the Super Chats. Daily Super Chat goal, $75 has been met. Appreciate Jimmy Clay and New Jack and everybody helping us out here on this show. Appreciate you guys for all that you do. But we go to the phone lines to take your calls. Call statement brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. That's the number right there to down and let your voice be heard 205-448-1358 and one more time 205-448-1358 we grab a call right now you're live on the show what's going on what's up steven it's nathan from nashville again how you doing today big dog doing good man how you feeling man i'm all right getting excited for the season to start so i had a couple of questions i got two quick questions for you of those receivers in that receiver room you mentioned that are starting to pop off, you know, Trey Shaw, Devon, uh, JoJo Earl, all those guys. Which one do you think has the most potential to see real, like, significant playing time this year? And then on the defensive side, have you heard anything about, like, guys like Kyrie Jackson and any of the other new corners coming in uh, on, like, how they're doing so far in the summer? Okay, so receivers popping off. I think Treshawn Holder can get significant playing time uh, just due to the connection he's already got with Bryce Young, but two are roommates. So I can see Treshawn Holden. Between both, between Baker and Christian Leary, I want to see Baker really, really do it this time, get, get out there in the field. But Christian Leary is a burner, kind of like a Henry Ruggs type. So that's going to be interesting to see between uh, uh, Baker and Christian Leary, which one pops out of there between those two. In terms of uh, the defensive backs that came in in this 2021 class, I've been hearing so far a little bit about Kadarius Callaway, the three-star from Philadelphia, Mississippi. He's fast. He's quick. So that's the guy that I've been hearing a lot about so far. Could be hearing something about uh, Kyrie Jackson, Devontae Smith, and other guys as we go into you know SEC Media Days. But so far, hearing a lot about uh, Kadarius Callaway, the three-star from Mississippi, but appreciate that call right there. Just talking about some of the players here on the team. We go to another call right now. You're live on the show. What's going on? Hey, Steven. This is Mike from Kentucky. How you doing, brother? What's going on, Mike? What's happening? I know something's been on my mind for a little while. I've been thinking about it. You know, I think we've got plenty of talent on the D-line this year, but we've got a kid on our D-line that if he could just prove to NFL scouts that he could stay healthy for a whole season, I think he's a first-rounder, and I'm talking about LeBron Ray. If you look at that kid's stats when he played healthy, he's in the same conversation as Darren Reed, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, cats like that. When that boy's well, he's hell, and I really hope he has a healthy season. What do you think, Steven? My Mike, I agree 100% with you. I mean, LeBron Ray knows this is his season to cash the check. 
He knows. Uh, Nick Saban has talked about it. When Ray is healthy, this is a completely different defense, especially a completely different defensive line. I go back to 2018. That year he had with 39 tackles, two or three sacks. He was really healthy that year, getting after the quarterback, getting after the ball. So when he's healthy, this is a completely different front group, and he knows this is his year. If he's trying to cash that check, if he's trying to go over the league, He's got to get it done this year. Mike, I agree with you. Appreciate that call that come from my man Mike from Kentucky talking about one LeBron Ray. As you continue, folks, to get your thoughts in, 205-448-1358. The number to call in. Want to hear from you guys, 205-448-1358 on a Friday. In my own words, TGIF edition of the show. But as we go to a quick topic right here, everybody is starting to come around on the Alabama defense, especially the national outlets out there. Uh, pro football focus, of whom at times can be hit or miss, um, They right now they have come out with a graphic in having Alabama the number one defense in college football for this upcoming season. Alabama is in front of schools like Georgia, Clemson, uh, Cincinnati, with Luke Fickle over there as head coach, and Washington. So they've got Bama number one. And I've said this so many times, since 2018, uh, these Bama players defensively have heard so much about you're not good anymore, you're not dominant anymore, you're not elite anymore, you're not marquee anymore, and they have gotten tired of hearing that mess, they've gotten tired of hearing that junk, they've gotten tired of hearing that nonsense. These guys will be playing with their absolute hair on fire in the upcoming season, and there's a good chance that this group can get real close to that 2016 group, if not better. It can get real close to that group from 2016, if not better. So it's interesting to see how the national outlets, the national media, the national pundits, they're starting to come around on this year's defense due to the talent on this group, the experience on this group, and I think Pete Golding is up for a big year as a defensive coordinator. I think he gets it done here in the 2021, this upcoming fall here campaign for the Crimson Tide. We take another break here on the show. Folks, don't touch that down. When we get back, we sit down with Todd McVay, head coach Todd McVay of Tompkins High School in Katy, Texas, the talk one Jalen Milrow, and we'll spend a brief minute with Justin Smith of TDA, the talk, the talk offensive lineman Tyler Booker, the latest commitment to the Tide for 2022. We'll talk to both of those two after this. You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth-quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. 
Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We're back into the action here, folks, from the break on a Friday, TGIF edition of the show. How to show them the streets, number one form for all things Bama football news here. And before we go into the phone lines right now, we got a shout out, James Pullum Jr. Dropping in that 24.99, the Super Chest, James Pullum Jr. Now James and our own John Ivory go back like four flats on the caddy. So James, John Ivory says, what's up to you, my man? Appreciate that love coming from James Pullum Jr. Helping us out here on the show. But we go on over to the In My Own Words hotline. We pick up our first of two guests. We have the head coach of Tompkins High School in Katy, Texas, my man, Coach Todd McVeigh. Welcome back into the show, Coach. So happy to have you. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. Got head coach Todd McVeigh, Tompkins High School out of Katy, Texas, live on the show. The head coach of one. Jalen Milrow at one point in time, who's now at the University of Alabama, four-star true freshman quarterback now. Coach McVay, when you look at when, when you look at Milrow right here, when you started working with him, when you started coaching him, at what point did you see the special talent, whether it was his strength, whether it was his accuracy, whether it was his athleticism, no matter what the case may have been, at what point did you see, man, I got a really special kid right here, and he's going to be special wherever he goes in college ball. He's in Alabama, but w w when did you know this kid was special? Well, it's probably, you know, I think I've said this before, but in eighth grade when I took the job and I went over and visited with him, just first of all, his persona, his maturity in the conversation. But then, you know, I got to watch even video of him in eighth grade and the way he could throw the ball. And um, and then again, when he got here, um, you know, we were, we wanted them to grow together as a team. But he's, and I've said this before, his arm strength and, and accuracy and, uh, you know, just the where he can put the ball, as, even when he was a young sophomore, um, as we were kind of letting him grow through the process. But I had never had a quarterback with his arm strength. I think that was the thing that, you know, I quit warming up with him probably after his sophomore year. That was about it for me. I, I, I said, my receivers need to learn how to catch his ball better than I do. And, um, but that was his arm strength, his accuracy, those two things where he could put a ball. Um, you know, and that's what I think people don't realize is, you know, he made our secondary so much better because there wasn't enough field behind you. You had to get back there. He, he really did. He helped our secondary when he threw against him, because if you ever stopped your feet and that receiver was still going ball on right there. And uh, so he made us better on both sides of the ball and he didn't even know it. If you're just tuning into the show, ladies and gentlemen, we got the head coach of Tompkins High School out of Katy, Texas, Coach Todd McVeigh on the show right now in my own words hotline, talking one Jalen Milrow, four-star true freshman quarterback for the Crimson Tide. So, Coach McVeigh, in terms of just Jalen's communication, when he was out there on the field, in the huddle, talking with the offensive guys, or even on the sideline, popping up the defensive players, what did you see from the communication side, from the leadership side that makes this young man a, a unique asset, if you will? 
Well, I think as he grew in our program, his his athleticism was there, and there was a young sophomore, you know, starting, and you got all those seniors around you, so you kind of feel your way through. But he so he led by example, his his play on the field, and then going into his junior and senior years, you know, that was different where he stepped up, um, you know, especially in the huddle and took the team. He took great charge of the team and on the sideline with him, um, you know, just trying to encourage and. And keep it going, you know, when, you know, everybody's good when everything's great, but when things were down, um, you know, for us, we always knew we had Jalen. I mean, that was a great feeling for us. And, you know, it's funny, even if it was, the wind was against us, really didn't matter. I think this year was the first time I've kind of had the three years think about how I take a coin toss because uh, Jalen could, you know, he could do that with the wind. Um, so he, he did a great job of leadership and he got better each off season. Uh, going through what we call our boot camp here, where you got to step up, um, you just have to. There's no choice because it's us versus the, the athletes, coaches versus the kids. You got to step up, and uh, it got better every time. And, and again, so excited to see him continue to grow in his leadership and and what he's doing at Bama. Now, coach, of course, Milrow is starting to garner some attention. He's starting to gain some attention here uh, where the Crimson Tide is concerned throughout summer workouts, seven-on-seven seven and things of that nature. But with all of the success that you saw him have in your program and, and that you coached him to and helped him get to as he's now with the Crimson Tide, what do you expect, from, what do you expect him to bring to Alabama that's kind of a unique factor? What, what do you expect to see Milrow bring to this program? Well, I'm excited because Jalen's ceiling, he hasn't reached it yet. That That's probably what I'm more excited about. I think being at the next level, especially at a place like Alabama, where he's going to get that coaching that, that every kid, you know, when you get you get there, you it's special. I know that. With Coach Saban and Coach O'Brien, are going to do a great job with expanding his knowledge of their offense, um, you know, having more time to just do that because obviously now it's just, you know, it's football in school and here it was a little bit different with other sports. But, um, you know, he hasn't he hasn't peaked. Um, that's, you know, I watched, a, there was a video of him lifting the other day and it was just, I was telling my lineman, I said, oh, your former quarterback might be lifting more than you are now, so you got to get on it. Um, so he's, he's, I think, again, the, the sky's the limit for Jalen um, because I think with, again, from his family, his upbringing, He's well-grounded in who he is, um, so I think he understands that and he knows he's, he's blessed and has great gratitude for what his gifts are, and so he's going to continue to expand on those, and I can't wait. I mean, like I said, I, I love seeing things about him and how he's doing, and um, just going to continue to follow him as a fan now even more. He's, t- he's head coach Todd McVay, ladies and gentlemen. Coach Todd McVay of Tompkins High School out of Katy, Texas, joining us to talk about one Jalen Milrow, four-star quarterback, true freshman for the Crimson Tide. Coach McVay, appreciate you so much for taking time out of your Friday to spend with us. Take care of yourself, my man. Be good. Stay safe out there. You too. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Roll Tide. Absolutely. Coach Todd McVay, head coach of Tompkins High School out of Katy, Texas, talking about one Jalen Milrow as he continues to progress through summer workouts as we inch closer and closer to fall camp. But we go from Coach McVay to the scouting and recruiting analyst for touchdown. Alabama Magazine, nobody does it like Justin Smith does it, breaking some huge news on the day for the 2022 class. Justin, man, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, Steven. 
Absolutely. Awesome to have you right here on the show, Justin. So Crimson Tide, they get the big pledge in uh, offensive lineman, offensive tackle, Tyler Booker out of IMG Academy, Bradenton, Florida. Coach Saban does it again going down into Florida. He pulled Evan Neal from IMG. He pulled J.C. Latham from IMG. Now he gets a verbal commitment from Tyler Booker out of IMG. Uh, Justin, how huge is this right now? I feel like this is massive, especially with Tyler Brooker becoming Alabama's first offensive line pledge after they pulled in that historically good offensive line class in the 2021 recruiting class. It is definitely good for the Todd that they landed a guy like Tyler Booker to kick things off in 2022. Saying that 6'5", weighs more than 300 pounds, moves extremely well for a guy that size. You, if you've got an opportunity to watch his highlight film, you see him playing a little bit of running back for IMG Academy, and I think that speaks to his agility as an offensive lineman. He has the potential to be a versatile guy at the next level, which is something that we saw from Evan Neal already during his time in Tuscaloosa. I think when we look at Tyler Booker, he's one of those guys you could possibly plug in across that offensive line in terms of playing guard and tackle. So he has a lot of upside, a lot of potential, a guy who can come in and make an immediate impact if he was given the opportunity at the next level. So everything he brings on the football field is really impressive. But I think what Alabama is really going to benefit from having Tyler Booker on their roster in their future is as a leader. His leadership speaks for itself. This is a kid who's just a natural leader everywhere he goes, not only at IMG Academy, but I saw him at a camp setting that leadership just started to even show there. So Alabama is getting a natural leader with a lot of potential on the football field. Last quick one here on our, on our end, Justin, as we're talking about Tyler Booker here, offensive lineman commitment for 2022. What has Doug Marone been saying on this recruiting trail to captivate the, these young men? Because you and I have both talked about Coach Marone has been out here. He's been doing his thing. He's been really uh, vibing and relating to these young athletes. But what has Doug Marone been saying to really captivate these guys? Well, I had a lot of guys talk about um, Doug Marone, but in particular, Tyler Booker, he was the one that said the most impressive thing about Coach Marone, and I got an opportunity to talk with him. He said he loved, he said he loved Coach. He said that they connected with the Northeast vibe. He said it was a great opportunity for him to just connect with a coach when he was looking at Alabama as a potential school. He said it would be a great opportunity for him to be coached under a guy that he connects with on that football level, on that level, on a personal level as well as a football level. So Doug Marone has done a great job for Alabama on the recruiting trail, not even at the offensive line position only. You have guys outside of that offensive line position in terms of guys like Barron Brown out of Tennessee who has talked about Doug Marone in the past. So he's done a good, he's doing a good job so far for the Crimson Tide, and he played a huge role in Alabama picking up Tyler Booker today. He's Justin Smith, ladies and gentlemen, the scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine coming on here to give us the breaking news on offensive lineman Tyler Booker committing to the Crimson Tide for the 2022 class. The first offensive line pledge will play offensive tackle at the collegiate game. Justin, appreciate you coming on to share with us, to share with us this information. Stay safe, man. Take care of yourself. Be good, brother. You do the same, Steve.
Always fun talking with Justin about recruiting. Great conversation with one Todd McVay head coach, Tompkins High School out of Katy, Texas, breaking down one Jalen Milrow. We take another break here on the show. Don't touch that dial because when we get back, we go back in the phone lines to entertain your phone calls, your thoughts, your questions, your opinions right after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit weownthefourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We back rocking it, baby. Back rocking it from the break. Coming number one form for Bama football news. In my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, TGIF edition of the show. Got to shout out McConnick one time. McConnick, that $25 donation, helping us out here in the Super Chats on the show. Appreciating everybody for the love, the support, the joy you giving us right here. Really excited about the Tyler Booker commitment. That guy's going to be an outstanding offensive tackle here for the Crimson Tide, especially if he hangs on to that commitment and signs here for 20. 22. But as we're back in from the break, we're back into the call segment here. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. That's the number to dial to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. As you're getting your thoughts together here, Coach Saban will be speaking on Wednesday at SEC Media Days, Wednesday of next week, as every reporter, all the people will be convening at the Hyatt Regency Winfrey Hotel in Hoover for SEC Football Media Days. We did not have this last year because of COVID, but now it's going to be more enthusiastic, more energy, more juice in the building. Of course, normally, he would have three players accompany, you know, a coach from each program of the 14 institutions at the event, but they're sending two players uh, per, per, per program for this particular venue right here. But Coach Saban will take the podium on Wednesday to speak to everybody, to address everything. And it's going to be interesting because to me, among the first few questions that will be thrown at him, he's going to be asked about NIL. He's going to get addressed about name, image, likeness. That's going to happen. He will get a quarterback question. 
that's going to happen. He will get something about Bill O'Brien that's going to happen. He will get something about Pete Golding that's going to happen. So just those four questions off the top, you know, he will get thoughts on NIL. He'll get thoughts on quarterback. He'll get thoughts on Bill O'Brien. He'll get thoughts on uh, Pete Golden. But of course, the rest will kind of be a free-for-all ordeal of what will happen. Now, of course, TDA, we will be at the media days. We will be at the media days, yours truly, you know, John Ivory, as many people as TDA can pack in there. We will be at the media days at the Winfrey Hotel, providing you around the clock, nonstop updates, nonstop coverage. So continue to follow us. Touchdown Alabama at TD Alabama Mag on Twitter, on Facebook, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Uh, yours truly on Twitter at Coaching M. Smith, John Ivory. We will all be there front and center packing out information for you in terms of the media days. What I want to see is who, which outlet will be the outlet that will throw Nick Saban the question that will get him aggravated. Because it's, it's like ticked off Nick Saban gives you the best quotes the best phrases, the best one-liners that we can take and just have on loop for an entire season. I mean, ticked off Nick Saban gives us the best material. I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying smooth Nick Saban does not give us the best material, and I'm not saying your your long goal should be to go in there and tick off the head coach. But I'm just saying, you know, want to know who would be that outlet to go into next week with the idea of can we get coach a question that will get him on edge, that will get him in mid-season form, that will get him yelling and screaming so that we can get this content that will go on loop for an entire season. So SEC Media Days will be very intriguing. Coach Saban will speak on Wednesday. It's going to be interesting to see what he says, what he brings to the table. But we take a little break here on the show. When we come back, we got lock or drop, baby. Lock or drop to tidy up loose ends. We got a new pack of questions, a new six-pack of questions for this year's Bama team. We'll get it all in the fun and the action right after this. you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies when you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection. Go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, folks, we're back in from the break, back in from the break of a number one ticket for Crimson Tide Football News. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have everybody checking out the show on today. And before we get into everybody's favorite game, lock or drop, we're going to go to TDAware.com. Got to remind you of TDA. 
Square.com. So for all of you fans still overjoyed with the Crimson Tides National Championship, we want you guys to check out our Championship Collection merch. Now this means you grab an ATM thing, folk hoodie, t-shirt, or sweatshirt, as well as our Got 18 We Do shirts. Designs that feature all 18 championship years on the back. You're going over to TDAware.com, do it right now. TDAware.com, you go over to Championship Collections merch tab and you get you that gear today, showing that support for Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But now, time to get at everybody's favorite game, the locker drop game. Six pack of questions about your Crimson Tide pertaining to this upcoming season. So without further ado, let's get into it right now for Locker Drops. So the first thought right here in this game is we're going to the Alabama defense here. And I mentioned this before, everybody's starting to come around on the Alabama defense. People are starting to talk up the Alabama defense saying, hey, this group is going to be good. This group is going to be dynamic. They're going to be elite again, marquee again. You've got leadership on this defense. You've got big talent on this defense. A lot of good stuff here on this defense. I believe in Pete Golden to get it done this year. But the thought process is Alabama's defense will not allow a 40-point game this season. Bama's defense will not allow a 40-point game this season. I'm going to lock this all the way in. I like this defense. I don't see a 40-point game being allowed. This defense will play with its hair on fire. It's going to play with passion. It's going to play with confidence. It's going to play with true fierceness on the field. Lock that on in for this Bama defense. Next thought here in locker drop. It's going to go to the wide receiver room. And uh, and so and so, so we, we go to the wide receiver room here. Well, before we go into the wide receiver room here, uh, as we look at this, we got, do we see a true freshman? Will a true freshman start at wide receiver for the upcoming season for Alabama? And uh, there's a lot of true freshman receivers that are really good for the Crimson Tide. We saw what Ajay, we saw what Aja Hall did in the spring game. Four catches for 72 yards. He did an unbelievable job. We're seeing or we're hearing now that Christian Leary is starting to pop here in 7-on-7 seven seven in the summer program. We are hearing some good things about JoJo Earl. Haven't really heard much yet about Ja'Cory Brooks, but I believe he's out there, you know, practicing well, going for the 7-on-7 seven seven things, just being strong out there on the field. But, you know, could we see a true freshman is the big thing. Could we see a true freshman out there Doing it, doing their thing, starting for the Crimson Tide, especially when you have a congested, crowded room at wide receiver. John Metch is the number one guy, but you got a congested, crowded room of wide receivers. My answer for this question, I'm dropping this one. And the reason why I'm dropping this one is I, I just feel like Javon Baker is chirping right now. I feel like he's finally going to show and not just talk. I think he's finally going to show what he's about. We've got a, a Treshawn Holden who's starting to pop more now. A roommate of Bryce Young, that plays a big role in there. Uh, we're seeing uh, guys like you know, Slay Bolden's holding his own. Uh, Jamison Williams is doing some things here in 7-on-7. Seven seven. So right now, really don't see the, a true freshman starting this year for the Crimson Tide. Could get some playing time, any of these guys, but just don't see them starting as of right now. 
Moving on here to this next thought here in the game of Locker Drop. We got Jalen Milrow. And the thought is, Jalen Milrow gets playing time week one against Miami. He is already starting to pop a little bit in summer. People are talking about his incredible strength. People are talking about his ability to you know, be a leader. He's got an arm. He's got the ability to throw the football fast, quick, strong runner. Recently had his coach here on the show, you know, Todd McVay, a high school head coach down there at uh, Katy, Texas, Tompkins High School. But when you look at uh, when you look at Jalen Milrow, he is competing against uh, Paul Tyson. He is competing against Bryce Young. But the idea is, will he will he get some playing time? Will he be able to touch that field against Miami with his skill set, with his ability, and how he's starting to garner some attention early right now? I'm gonna lock this one in. And the reason why I'm gonna lock this one in is, and I'm gonna explain this in a show later on, is when you start to pop, when you start to get some recognition, and, and, and people know you're starting to get to re some recognition, but coaching staff likes to jump out there and shush the story and quiet the story down. So it's gonna be interesting to see how much more Milro progresses, Milro grows, especially as fall camp comes into play. But I'm gonna lock this in as of right now, him getting some playing time against Miami to open the season. As we move on over to the next thought process right here in Locker Drop, we go to the running back room, and it's Trey Sanders will total 500 yards, at least 500 yards rushing this season. He's having a good summer. He's back healthy. But like I mentioned, we are not questioning Trey Sanders' ability. We're not questioning his skill set. We're not questioning his we're not questioning his elite potential on the field. What we question is, can the young brother stay healthy? Because there's been this injury bug that has clamped itself to him, that has attached himself, itself to him the last two years. And the moment where we're finally ready to see Trey betray and break out and be special and be dynamic, an injury happens, a mishap happens, an unfortunate circumstance happens, and we're not able to see Trey on the field the way, the way we would like to. And then on top of this, he's competing against you know, Brian Robinson, who's going to be the number one back. He's competing against a Jace McClellan. He's competing against a Roydale Williams. He's competing against a Kamara Wheaton, of whom we're starting to hear you know, whispers that you know, he's got a motor. He's really, really good. So Trey Sanders, does he get 500 yards rushing? I I'm going to drop this one. I like Trey Sanders. I really do. I want to see him shake the injuries. I want to see him get on the field. I want to see him be special. But right now, I'm dropping it because you just don't know. Can he hang on and stay healthy and not have the injury mishaps cling on to him? So, of course, of course, you guys had Locke there, 85% there in the chat for the 500 yards rush. And I hope he gets it. I really hope he gets it. But I'm just going to drop it for right now because it's, it's can Trey stay healthy? That's the biggest thing for me. If he can just stay healthy, I can see that happening. But as we move on here to my next thought here in the category of Locker Drop, we move to the defensive line where we pick up big field Mathis, big Fedarian Mathis. The thought process is, Phil Mathis will lead the defensive line in sacks for the upcoming season. Now, I like Phil. Phil brings back the energy. 
Feel brings back the uh, the fire. Feel brings back the passion. She had production this past year. He did. 31 tackles, uh, four and a half, no five of those tackles for loss, one and a half sacks. Made some huge plays last year. Now, am I saying he's going to have an eight sacks year like a Christian Barmore had? Not necessarily saying that because, dude, you got a, a, a Tim Smith on the line, a Brian Ray on the line, should he stay healthy, a DJ Dale on the line, a Byron Young on the line, a Justin Boy could be on the line, a Jamil Burroughs on the line, a Jamaria Latham on the line. I mean, the list goes on and on. Bama's rotating 9, 10, 11, 12 deep there up front. But the thought process is, Phil Mathis leads the defensive line, the big boys up front here, in sacks. I'm going to lock this in. I think Big Field does this. I don't see him getting eight sacks like Barmore, but between four and six sacks, I can see it. I can see between four and six sacks for Big Field, and he'll need, and he'll need that four to six sacks there. I think four to six sacks there with Big Field is very possible. Uh, the chat line, you're going to go with drop for that one for Big Field. I, I get you. I get you because you got so many guys. You've got, you got uh, LeBron Ray, DJ Dale, Tim Smith. you got a lot of those other guys capable. But I like Big Field, four to six sacks to lead that defensive front there. Going to lock that in. And so we go into next category here. We look at Jalen Moody last thought here. Jalen Moody will start – at middle linebacker for Alabama, Jalen Moody. Now, where Moody is concerned, he, first things first, Nick Saban lacks experience, and experience within his own system. Henry Toto has experience, but it's coming from Tennessee. Jalen Moody has been at Alabama since 2018. He said when he was getting recruited that he bled nothing but Crimson Tide. He bled nothing but Bama. He bled nothing but this program. And... This past season, we saw when Bama needed Moody on the field, especially against Arkansas, when Christian Harris got hurt, Moody stepped up. Seven tackles, shared a tackle for loss, had a forced fumble, had a fumble recovery, had 18 tackles a season to go totally. You go up to the spring game, he had a fantastic spring game. He had the defense running wild with its hair on fire, getting sacks, creating interceptions, recovering fumbles, forcing fumbles, making plays. Jalen Moody had a big time showing this past, this past spring. I really, really, really like Moody. Saban loves the experience, and he's always loyal to those guys that have experience. You guys in the chat are locking this up 93% for Moody. I'm locking this myself, locking this in. I'm pulling for Moody. Toto's got a lot of talent. Toto's got a lot of ability, but I'm pulling for Moody due to the experience. I'm pulling for Moody due to Saban is loyal to those guys that have been there but have stuck it out. I'm pulling for Moody because we saw last year in live action, Moody on the field, hitting the gaps, sideline to sideline, making plays, making tackles, emerging, stepping up. He did his thing. And in the spring game, we saw it again, having that defense play alive out there on the field. Really like Moody, locking that in. Excited to see what he does in fall camp. But that's a new addition. That's a new segment there, a new addition there of lock or drop. Six-pack of questions pertaining to this 
Alabama football team. It's fun to engage. It's fun to get your reactions uh, from, from you guys in the chat line. You guys make this what it is. Very fun to always have this game on tap. But as always, Tide Nation, you want the best in news, notes, and material on your favorite program, that being Alabama football. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You can download the app from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we got you covered. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, Google, Google Play, Our Heart Radio. Got you covered right there. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll be back on Monday continuing the conversation. But it's Tide Football. Remember, Tide fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be in the description. Also, if you're trying to get that fresh edition, new edition, print edition of TDA the magazine, you go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member, a subscriber today. That link is in the description. And if you're also trying to get that four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of our guys at weownthefourthquarter.com, that's weownthefourthquarter.com, that link in the description also. But until next time, folks, husbands, love you wives, wives appreciate, value those husbands, children. Weekend is here. It's happening right now. But continue to do the right thing, the fun thing, the smart thing, the good thing, the legitimate thing to not be bored. You get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Protect yourself. Protect the loved ones around you. Check out TDA next week. We will be at SEC Media Days having all of your coverage. Until next time, folks, so long, everybody. It's been in my own words.